Welcome to Pathways, the podcast by Grenadian Steam. Here, we dive into the journey of Grenadians and West Indian professionals navigating their careers in the STEAM fields, both at home and in the diaspora. We discuss their failures, their successes, and their moments of learning with the goal of exposing interested listeners to the depth and wonder that is a career in STEAM. I'm your host and president of GrenSteam, Arlene Hayes. Join us. Press that subscribe or follow button on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss a new episode. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different than most. It's our season finale, and if you've been following Pathways from the start, you know we like to mix it up a bit in the finale. This time around, we're switching the focus. We've been talking to the professionals, getting their reflections and advice to young students all season long. Well, today we're going straight to the students. What's life like as a Gen Z student right now, pandemic and all? What are their hopes and their dreams for the future? And what do they think older generations get wrong about them? We're getting into all of it, straight from the horse's mouth. So take a listen and get into the conversation yourself. Leave a comment on our social media posts. Which student revelation was most surprising to you? Or if you're a student, which parts of the conversation do you resonate with? I hope you enjoy today's chat. And if you do, be sure to head over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify to leave a review. Or drop us a note on social media and let us know what you want to hear more of. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Pathways. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. All right. So... This is actually an episode that I've been waiting to make happen for a long time, the whole Grenstein team, because uh, it's something that we really wanted to do to be able to reach out to students and get you to talk with us and just understand what exactly is going on in student lives these days. So I'm really glad that you're all here and ready to get into this. Um, I feel like there's a lot going on for students these days. Y'all will correct me if I'm wrong. But, you know, with all the on again, off again school and classes and online classes and learning. And that seems like a lot of madness to me. So the fact that y'all are able to take the time and do something like this really says a lot. So thank you again. Now, for the record, can everybody introduce themselves to the listeners? Say your name, what form you're in or year and where you're from. My name is Corey Joseph, and I'm from Corinth St. David's. I'm a student of the TA Marshall Community College, and I'm currently studying, studying building technology, and I'm, a, I'm in my second year. Cool. Thank you. My name is Shanta Zabriel. I attend the St. John's Christian Secondary School. I'm a form five, and I see Gulf St. John. My name is Joshua Mitchell. I attend the St. John's Christian Secondary School. I am currently in form three, and I I'm from Guam, St. John. Well, my name is Joshua Andal. I'm 18 years old, and I am a year two at the TA Marshall Community College studying business. I'm from Paradise St. Andrews. My name is Martina Joseph. I'm, I'm from Guam. I'm four years in school, that's secondary school, and my career is to be a media artist. All right. Thanks. So, first question. 
what do you all want to be when you grow up? Oh wait, don't don't actually answer it yet. Cause give like honestly speaking, how do you even feel whenever somebody asks you that? Like what's your initial response? So um initially I was very sure on what I wanted to um, be when I initially entered Tantasy. Mm-hmm. Um, however, now that um, I've been exposed to a wider, a bigger world, I've seen way more career paths. Okay. And I can see um, myself picking a multitude of careers. But so far, I'm leaning towards the utilities and processing engineer and civil engineering. And I, I, I love architecture, but I am not too good at it. I'm not the most creative. So, <laughs> so I tend to shy away from architecture, even though I have a burning passion for it. Okay. Interesting. I want to talk more about that, maybe even offline. Um, but okay. Thanks, Corey. Anybody else? Um, with me, usually when people, I will, at first when they ask me this, I wasn't really sure on what I wanted to do. And as I came in secondary school, and you know what? I had seen more subjects along that line. And as we go along in the years and I realized, you know, we get more opportunity as technology better than developed. So I'm still kind of unsure on what I want to do, but most likely it's going to be along the technology and engineering base. And Joshua, you're in form three right now. Yeah. So you have some decisions to make soon, right? Yeah. Okay. Normally when someone asks me that, I normally... I don't really smile and do a little chuckle because I mean to me, I want I would like to go into different career paths. So I it's it's really difficult when someone asks me, yo, Josh, Joshua, what would you like to be in the future? It's very difficult for me to give one specific answer. So most times I just say something like an entrepreneur, some loose term like that or something. But I just what I'd like to be, the first career I'd like to go into or the one that I'd like to specialize in is investment banking or private equity. Well, the original the the original reason was because to speak in like 21st century terms, I didn't see any other way to get the bag, you understand, secure the bag, make a lot of money in a short space of time. But um through just researching and talking to people, getting more knowledge on both career paths, I think it's something that I'm very interested in, something that I have a natural knack for, something that doesn't take a lot out of me and I enjoy. I don't necessarily want to do something in the future that takes a lot out of me that I get a little from. So it's a job that I'd be able to grow as a person, essentially grow holistically in all areas of my life and I'll be happy while doing it. So that, that's why I chose to those, those careers. Most of the times when my friends ask me what I want to be, told them radiologists, they look like, what is that? And I tell them, well, for the study of the weather. And they were like, I thought it was weatherman. So I, say ha- I, I said it had a specific name for me. So like, thanks. Five minutes is sunny, and then all of a sudden, just changing. Rainy stand falling. I I was interested into beginning that. We like to understand why the weather changes how it does. Yeah. Okay. Chantal, what about you? 
Well, when I first entered secondary school, I wanted to be a doctor, but as I went in higher form, I had a different career to choose from, and now after the study, I'm what I want to do. Why do you want to be a doctor? I just like helping my people and stuff. Okay, fair enough. Cool. All right. So now that that's out of the way, what is student life for y'all like right now? So secondary school, TAM CC might be a little bit different, but like what's what's your day to day? So student life now is, I really don't know what to make of student life now. It's so uh, like it's a, like a roller coaster of sorts, you know. Um, it took me about two months to get accustomed to online school. And when I did get um, accustomed to online school, I had to readjust back to the face-to-face school now. And that's a bit of a challenge for me because online school, I had a whole flow going. I had my workstation set up at home. Um, initially, I was just lying on my bed or whatever. But then I realized, okay, if I have to be productive, I have to have a workstation and be productive. Treated as I was actually going to school. Um, the climate in school is, I would say, is not conducive for my learning. I can't um, say for others, but for me, it's not the best. Um, Why you say that? For for many reasons. First of all, you're always on alert, especially with the current given the current situation in Grenada with um, how many cases we have right now. You're always on alert. So um, yeah, yeah, you always have to be watching around you, seeing who wearing their mask. Um, sometimes even teachers would neglect um, some the COVID protocols or whatever. Um, another reason is just um, it's not the same. It hasn't been the same ever since the pandemic has um, started with the online school and whatnot. Mm-hmm. It just hasn't been the same. I'm I'm a person if I get accustomed to one type of learning, um, it's very hard for me to revert back, but the pandemic has taught me I have to be a bit more flexible with my learning style. And yeah, so the pandemic has taught me a lot. Yeah, it has, it has. Yeah, <laughs> all of us, right? Okay. Who else wants to chime in? Um, well, as Corey said, you know, I really have the same opinion because right now a lot of the stuff is unpredictable because, mm-hmm. you know, with the time switches, you know, you go from online and back into person. So it's been, you know, kind of a, not really a struggle, but a hassle, basically. Well, everything being taken into consideration is very difficult as a student, um, well, on my part. It's very difficult for me, um, particularly because there are a lot of, I would say, a lot of things that would try to split you or try to pull out different aspects of your character. So if you're not set on who you are, what you want to be in the future, um, your morals, values, etc., everything that's going on right now as a student, it would sway because um, I know people who just gave up on school. They're bright individuals, smart, fun to be around, but their whole character, everything just changed because of all of the, because of everything combined right now, it just shifted. They, they weren't able to, you know, block it out. So it's very difficult, and that happened to many of my friends. I would say it's very difficult to be a student now because everything going on is just so... It's just so hard on 
individuals as well as students mentally, as spiritually as well, and economically too. It affects us negatively because most of the times I only have one class per week for one subject. So when you try, when I try to remember what was taught, it will be more than likely difficult. And then we will have more than one project. Then we have tests and so on. And is school for you more um, in person or more? Uh, virtual now? Face to face. Well, well, it's stressful right now because when they're home, they're on Zoom and Zoom, I'm not seeing the teachers much, so we don't really get in the exam thing done in, in time and stuff. So. Yeah, and you're in Form 5, so you have CXC coming up. What is there anything I know like last year? I think some of the dates got pushed and so on. Do y'all even know when CXC is going to start? Are you going to finish the curriculum? Well, we're trying to finish it before me. Yeah, that must be rough. Like even, so Corey, you were saying that a lot of, it's not the same as it was before, right, with school. Do you even have extracurricular activities and stuff like that still? That's that's actually, um, uh, that's crazy because I'm actually involved in a, in a lot of extracurricular activities in my school given the current situation. So um, currently, I'm in two extracurricular activities on compound and one off compound, um, all of which I'm very dedicated to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So my extracurricular life hasn't been affected in any way by the pandemic, I would say. Although there, there are things that I would like to be more involved in, such as hiking and so on. But because of the pandemic, I can't be involved in um, those yeah. clubs. But I wouldn't say the pandemic has affected my extracurricular life as much as others may have been affected. Yeah. That's good. You, when you started TAMCC, the pandemic had already hit. Yes, yes, yes. I was, um, okay. I was at year of students with the first in 2020 with the first right. like wave. Yeah. Of um, COVID-19. So it's kind of all, all you've ever known. Okay. Yes, this is all I've ever known for the last three years. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Chantelle, you look like you wanted to say something. No. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. So this is a bit of a, like a, maybe a different question for each of you, but are y'all planning to go to university? Yeah. Like, yeah, Fantel said yes. Yes, I, I am planning to go to university. Yeah, so am I. You know, based on what I well, I'm at Form Three at the moment. So based on what I do for me, you know, Form Three to Form Five, I'm getting yeah. So I should be preparing to go. Well, the career that I'd like to get into, investment banking or private equity, I would need a university education or bachelor's or master's in a specific area. However, all of the other career paths, for example, software engineering, day traders, all of that stuff, I'd be able to learn it online or take a non-traditional road. For example, go to a software engineering boot camp or something like that. So um, other than being a private equity or investment bank, private equitist or investment banker, I would say that to me, University was definitely not in the picture. Um, 
because I believe that I believe that everything that you like to learn, it's already somewhere on the internet and you'd be able to access it and you'd be able to better yourself. But I do like learning, I do like education. So um, for me to become an investment bank or private equitist, then yes, I would need to go to university. So yeah, university is in the picture for me in the future. I'm not too sure about university yet, but I'll be going to college. Okay. Do you have an idea of what type of path you want to take into meteorology? So for instance, there might be, like your friends would say, a weatherman, like that could be one option, or there's more um, in-depth, like scientific parts of it where you can be doing research and so on. So have you looked into any of that to kind of understand what you want to do or how you'll get there? Yes, um, there are actually those who go and like check the wind speed and stuff or like hurricanes and stuff. That's the specific one I want. Do you have like a pretty good idea of, I guess like why? Why do you want to go to university? So I'm at that stage in my life where um, I have to start to think about universities or this might just be the end of my education, my life as a student. So um, I'm thinking about a university. Um, as to which one in particular um, I have in mind, I don't have one in particular in mind um, that I wish to go to. I have a couple that I, I would like to go to, but yeah, I'm at that stage where if I don't start to think about universities now, then yeah, um, this will be the end of my life as a student, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Chantel, what was your reason? Just by following the education in university would be a good idea for me. It's just like the next step, right? Yeah. Okay. But you don't know for sure what you want to get into yet, which is fine. Is that true? okay all right so I guess what I'm trying to go with that like who do you for each of you anybody can answer is there anybody or any like group of people who you feel like you're able to go to with questions so maybe it's you know should I go to university or for Corey like which university should I go to do you have like people at school who help you with that? Of course, you can always ask your teachers, which I hope y'all make use of. But like, do you have those conversations with anybody at all, even if it's your family? Well, I've never actually spoken to my teachers about my career paths. Like, any of my lectures, I'm not sure if they even know what I want to be in the future. But I do have mentors. I have two that I go to whenever I'd like to Whenever I'd like to uh, find out, because they're both in finance. Um, one previously was in investment banking, and the other uh, works in Grenada. He's the manager of a bank. So they're both in finance, so they both know what it takes, the path to get where I would like to go. So, yeah, I just go to them. I would probably call or text them. They'd let me know when they're free with Meetup, and they would answer, the question, answer my questions to the best of their ability. Nice. Okay, so you touched on something that I want to get to next, but I'll go to Makana first. <clears throat> so Makana, um, what about you? How who do you talk to, if anyone at all? 
talk to my physics teacher because he really told me that he had experienced like like seeing what they have done and stuff. So yeah. I I was a bit irresponsible with my um life the medication coming into toxicity because I was under the impression that um yeah building technology would just catapult me into the building field and upon when I really started to get um serious and kind of concerned about okay let me start thinking about which university I should go to what should I do and what path should I take I started to discover that um an associate's degree in building technology at TAMCC may not cut it um, to do engineering per se, mm. which, which I wish to do. So, um, yeah, I wish I had a bit more information about that. Nobody was there. I asked many questions, honestly. I asked many persons, and everybody was encouraging me, yeah, this, this is, you should do this at TAMCC and whatnot. Um, but upon further research, yeah, that's, that's far from the truth. So I have to I have myself to blame for that, um, but yeah. Other than that, you know, I have I had a couple of people that were guiding me along the way. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you only you only know as much as you know, right? And you don't know. Sometimes, if you don't know what you don't know, then you don't know what questions to ask. So, I mean, yeah, research is always good, but you can only you can only find out so much on your own. Um, I actually did building tech at TAMCC and I was also able to do physics and math for CAPE, which was rough, but, and I had to beg for it basically, but they let me do it. Um, and then I went on to study architecture for my bachelor's degree. So, um, I also know a lot of people who did engineering and yeah, math and physics is important to have, or it's useful to have. It's not that you can't get into it based on where you are right now but yeah you might want to consider taking some classes on the side or something to help with your college applications yeah so my plan is um initially i wanted to um do math um math physics so pure math applied math and physics in my second year of um, college because i didn't want to be held up too much when i was finished with college but um my advisors they strongly advised that I didn't do that because year two for building technology students is one of the, the, the hardest years. Yeah. Yeah. So um, the advice that I, I do it um, when I'm finished with TAMCC. So that's a plan. Okay. Uh, I, I hope to do my CAPE module one when I'm finished with TAMCC. Okay. Honestly, like the building tech is going to be helpful too, just having that technical side of things. So it's not a bad thing that you did. Um. All right, Joshua. Um, with me, you know, I was, I didn't really know ask you know many people on university. I just went off background knowledge because I know you know after you finish secondary school comes college or maybe even you just go straight to university. So the most I really had on it was you know family members encouraging me to you know get a good education so you could go to university and. You know, develop you know better education at that to have a stable career in the future. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, all right. Let me let's hear from Chantel first, and then I'll I'll put my two cents in. From well, mostly teachers in school, I asked about university because I went to university. 
I think so. I wanted to know like what will that be like to go to university? What it's like? Yeah. Do you, so do you have any idea where you would want to go? Like there's SGU, there's the States, there's every other country in the world. You have any preference? No. Okay. So university is, it's what you make it at the end of the day. It's tough. I'm not going to lie to y'all. Um, especially if you go to a different country, there's like on top of you know, like acclimating to the different school environments, you have to acclimate to a different cultural environment. Even if it's the States, you might think, oh, they, they speak English and you watch it on TV all the time, but it's different being in a different situation that you're used to. So not to scare you or anything, but I feel like people need to have more open conversations about this. So honestly, it's, it's a, a switch and you have to be mentally prepared for anything like that. Um, but at the same time, it's like, as Corey was saying, research is really important because for instance, I chose to go to, um, a school in Chicago in the U S mostly because they were giving me the best scholarship that I could find. Um, and I just wanted to go abroad somewhere. Um, after the fact, I talked to a lot of people who were like, might have gone to Europe or, like I have a friend who's in Argentina and they're able to get free education in different um, countries because other countries, especially in Europe, give free education um, at university level. You also want to make sure that you choose something that is uh, a good fit for your interests and what you want to do. Because every school is different and it might have the same degree, like it might be chemistry everywhere, it might be, you know, architecture, but every school would teach a little bit different. And all of that stuff is things that you can find out online, quick Google search, or by talking to people, like either talking to people who have gone there, even if you don't know them, um, like social media is, y'all are all over it. Don't play like you're not. And it's so easy to find people on there you know, who can tell you about what life was like for them when they went to such and such, 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 and such school. So what university is like, it's, it's a challenge. It's fun because you get to meet a lot of new people, um, especially in a different country. You get to, you get to live a different life, right? Um, from what you're used to. It's a lot of late nights, sleepless nights, a lot more than you have right now. You might think you're stressed right now, but y'all y'all haven't seen stress yet. Um, and it's it's just an experience. Like you will definitely come out of university knowing a lot more like knowledge-wise and then just having so much more wisdom <laughs> just because of what you had to go through. Um, some might say it's unnecessary, the like rigor and so. It's just like, making you go crazy for no reason but at the end of the day you do take something away from it and also like if university is not your thing it's not your thing like not everybody has to go to university yes a degree is very important in this day and age but there are also other ways to develop yourself like gaining skills career and technical skills are very like well um 
what's the word like very well paid one and like highly recommended in a lot of different places because people are losing these skills so it's good to have stuff like that that you're able to do so long answer to your question Chantel but that's what I can say about university something that you said um, um really spoke to me um you said that your reason mm-hmm. for going to um the university in Chicago was one because of scholarship and the other you just wanted to go somewhere abroad and Mm-hmm. That's second. That's second reason. I, I can relate to that a lot, um, because there, yeah, there is an opportunity for me to study in um, um, UE in Saint Augustine, but I really desire a change of um, scenery. Right now, I, I want to see the bigger world. I want to experience different cultures, different people, and yeah, I think that plays a that plays a big part in for me when when I'm still. At, looking for a university um so i'm i already i already like take up the caribbean of my of my list i'm just looking for somewhere where i could experience um different cultures and different people yeah and that's fine um like nothing against the caribbean i would have loved to go study at utech in jamaica or anywhere like that and i know a lot of people who did but yeah like the experience just being able to completely be in a different culture and like experience all of that I almost wish I had gone somewhere a little bit more different like learning I love languages and like I wish I went somewhere that I could have learned a different language because if you're there for three to five years you're gonna learn something right um but yeah it's everybody is different and it's whatever interests you is what you should that's the path you should follow but do your research and talk to people Cool. All right. So we talked a little bit about like who you talk to or to make decisions and so, but is mentor a word that any of you use or hear or know what it means at all? Have you ever had or heard of a mentor? Um, yes, I have. I have. Yes, I've heard of the word before. Yeah, I've heard of the word mentor before. And I have a little bit of knowledge on what it means. Is that something that you all hear among, like a word that you hear among your peers at all? So Joshua has a mentor or a couple mentors, but do you hear your friends talking about mentors? Is that a topic of discussion? Among my friends, it's... I wouldn't say it's a topic of discussion. They know um, what a mentor is, of the person, their job, their role, etc. But other than that, I don't think money, I don't think many people are interested or educated enough to have a conversation about mentors. What would you? So you say educated enough. What do you? What does that mean to you? Like in terms of what? Well, many people, they would just hear the word, well, the term mentor, well, from the people that I've spoken with, whenever they're like, hey, how do you know about this term? How do you get so advanced in this, et cetera? Oh, I spoke to my mentor about it. Like, wow, you have a mentor? What's that? And I'm like, well, essentially, and I go, go on to explain it to them. And it's the number of people that I've had to do that with 
I mean, I'm like, wow, so many of these people aren't sure about, aren't they don't have education on mentors. I mean, there's not necessarily a specific place where you could just go and say, hey, I like a mentor, which to me is a disadvantage to many students, uh, many students in college, secondary school, et cetera. But yeah. So where did you even come across the idea of a mentor? Oh, the idea of a mentor. So my POB teacher in Form 4, um, I would I would consider myself, everybody else in school would have considered myself a slacker. <laughs> so in Form 4 to Form 5, well, Form 1 to Form 4, but my POB teacher, he was like, you need to stop doing this, etc. Have you ever thought about getting a mentor? And I was like, what is that? Then he explained it to me, and I was like, well, sir, I really look up to you. You could be my mentor. And he was like, that's not a problem. And from there, he got me, um, he taught me a lot of stuff. He got me to be a better person, um, introduced me to different aspects or different ways of doing specific stuff in life. And from there, I just told myself, okay, this is the field I'd like to get into. So it'd be good for me to get some mentors or at least one mentor in the field in Grenada or somewhere in the Caribbean. And from there, I just started to tell my mother about it. Uh, any of the adults, if they if they would have met anyone who's in that field, then they would try to see if I would be able to get in contact with them. Okay, great. Um, McKenna, what about you? Is is mentor a word you use or your friends use? Well, for me, it's the first time I'm here. Okay. So you haven't heard anyone discuss it, but from what Joshua said, is that even something that you would be interested in? Yes. Well, I could say I have a mentor. Okay. I have an ongoing mentor. I have had a mentor since secondary school. Um, yeah, just someone I could go with, with any question really. Um, as far as calling him a mentor or saying this is my mentor, mm-hmm. no, that's, no, that's fair. I don't have anyone. Yeah, I don't have anyone like that. But I do have someone who I could go to to ask for advice and such and such. That's good. And what is there? Uh, go ahead, Joshua. Yeah, I was gonna add on to Corey. Like I have, you know, someone, or I am one like that. Like I could go to one person in particular for advice, you know, to help me with certain stuff and. Usually, I will help people too. Good, good. That's like the two-way thing is important, and it's good that you recognize that it's something you can do at this age. Um, so what, if anything, do you like enjoy about that relationship that you have with your quote-unquote mentor? Um, it's more like I want to say an ongoing relationship, you know, because it's mainly the trust you really need in the person. Because at certain points, you know, you want to tell them really personal stuff along the lines of a mentor and at the same time you or the person does not want to go on with the name of a mentor because i guess that's one thing what people don't like like let's say therapy for example most people don't really most people are afraid of the word therapy they think you know they're in need of help you know they're different from the rest when in reality they just really want someone to talk to Mm -hmm. So, so i guess that's why you know I don't really want to consider myself as a mentor or the person I go to as a mentor. That's interesting. So are you saying there's kind of a stigma against 
needing help, even if it's not like mental help, yeah. but even a mentor? Yeah, I would say mainly, you know, most people, they don't really want to go on that, that you know, category or title. From, I guess, my experience. Huh. Okay. Well, I would say yes, there's a stigma because whenever um following up when students ask me or when my friends ask me what is a mentor, they normally they normally say, So what is the what what is the purpose of that? Why would you want a mentor? Why do you think that you're quote unquote all that? Or why do you think that et cetera, et cetera, et cetera? So I think that there is a stigma and I think that they view it in the wrong way um rather than viewing it in the positive way which it is. Interesting. Yeah, because I've heard I've heard this idea that oh, there's a stigma, and I'm like, I did, I never thought of it, but what actually Whoa. um made me think more is that the person said it's similar to therapy, right? And the idea of needing help or admitting that you need help, which is very unfortunate, also with the therapy and mental health thing. But yeah, I never thought of those two as similar at all until until that person said so. <laughs> well, actually, um, um, as you brought that up, I remember someone telling me um, uh, pretty much about the same thing. They were like, oh, so you need help to get where you want to get. And they said that, and I was not thinking about it like that. I was like, wait, what? Which isn't that's even a, a problem. That's a, that's a, like, yes, we yes. do all need help to get where we want to get. But, yeah. Crazy. Makana, you have any thoughts on that? I just, like, wonder from the secondary school perspective if, if like, so you said you would be interested in having a uh, mentor, but would you feel ashamed to tell your friends that you had a mentor? Uh, I, mean, I, would feel, uh, I would feel a little proud because... I have someone to help me to go on the right path to where I want to go. Corey, let me hear what you were gonna say. Okay, for me, trust is when I when I'm looking for or if I was to look for a mentor, uh, I would trust. Once I could trust that person, and I could um tell that person, feel comfortable to tell that person what my um dreams are and um I'm going to go about it, and that person is not going to judge me. And I'm not going to feel like I'm looked down upon for doing that. Then, yeah, um, yeah, that's what I look. That's what I look for in a mentor. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. I think that's really important. Um, that trust, because kind of even going back to like the therapy analogy, like you're not going to go tell somebody all your business and your struggles if you just think they're going to go share share with everybody, right? So being able to trust them and know that they have your best interest in heart in mind too is really important. Um, so Chantel, for you, you didn't say exactly that you have a mentor or anyone you would consider a mentor. Um, is that something that you would be interested in like, or that you're looking for at all? So Mr. consider my auntie a mentor because she always there for me and she always helped me when I need her and stuff. Okay, that's good. Yeah, family is also really helpful. And again, like it doesn't have to have the label of mentor on it, right? But just somebody that you feel like you could talk to. So that's really good. All right. 
So, uh, y'all, what is something? I'm gonna take a left turn here, but I think you're all kind of considered Gen Z, right? Not millennials anymore. What is something that you think old us older people or like even older generations misunderstand about you all? Well, I I think we're misunderstood in quite a few ways actually. Um, so the first one and the biggest one I think um, the older generations sound um, under the impression that Gen Zs are um, lazy. Which, which I have to say, it is true to some extent, um, because, um, but that's just because of given the situation. Um, there's way easier ways to make money than you know going out and using your hand and you know physically doing something. This you could make a million dollars now at the back of your um, by just staying in your room, staying behind a desk. Uh, yeah, so that's that's my biggest. Yeah, I, I just feel like we're misunderstood in that light. We, we, we're perceived as a lazy generation. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that's, that, is to, that is credited to we are in the technological era. We grew up in that era. We grew up like when smartphones were on the rise and, and all that. And computer, yeah, everything, everything at, at your fingertips. fingertips. So that's... We, we're common, we're we're misunderstood in, in, in that light as well. Um, another another light I think we're misunderstood in is um some reason the they 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 think we're 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 rude when when we just voice in our concerns. Um, I have a lot of conversations with my grand uncles and my grand aunts, and they tend to say I'm rude when I have conversations with them and. Talk to them about about some stuff just because I don't share the same opinion as them. They they say I'm rude, and they say, mm-hmm. okay, no, yeah, and this is this, and this is that, and they want, they don't, they don't like change. They don't like change. So, um, just just mm-hmm. let me share a bit about myself. So, I am a very open person. I do not. I'm taking a bit of a right turn myself. I do not judge anybody based on their sexuality or anything like that. And I feel like the older generations, they're they're very conservative and they tend to do that. But I'm under the impression that if you were to go out into the bigger world where these, where, I have to be careful what I'm saying, where this is accepted, this is the norm, um, you cannot have a mentality where you put a block against these people and you just, you, you know, if you understand what I'm saying, and I, yeah, we're seen yeah. as, we're seen as like a distasteful bunch for, for thinking like that or for accepting these kinds of things. Yeah. I can relate. I can relate. That, thank you for sharing that. Chantal, um, what do you feel? Um, I was about to say something like what Corey said, so. You could say it in your own way. Let's hear it. Well, they think I right know we're lazy because we always home and we're inside on the side 24 7 and we're not outside like how they used to be outside when they was young. But when we're inside, they don't know that we're not using devices to play game and watch movie, but we're focused on the educational. So, what do you use 
your devices for? Most of the world videos are in math and IT. Yeah, okay. Like tutorials kind of stuff? Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Um, Joshua, you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, like what Corey said, I guess because since, you know, we are the generation right now, we have more opportunities than what they had back then. Like we have easier ways, easier access, you know, to make money, develop a future. Because like right now, we have so many opportunities, like different apps. Every day you're seeing something new is coming up, you know, the field of technology and they don't really, they wasn't really accustomed to that. Just more, you know, based on labor or hard working. So they see us as lazy and the attitudes towards it, you know, I guess nowadays you can't really have your own opinion, but at the same time, you know, it's your opinion. You should be free of your speech, but it's a hard thing that people accept now. Well, um, there are, there are many that are, that I'll think about, but for some reason, like all of, all of them, they aren't coming to my head right now, okay. but one I would see is that I don't think they understand um, the the help that we actually need because when when the person when that particular person told me so you need help to get to where you want to go it really got me thinking like is that actually how is that actually how most people think is that why they don't have mentors is that why they view this a specific way and when I really sat down and tried to analyze and assess the whole situation it's really a an all man for themselves kind of a vibe that i get from my friends in college and they don't think that you should be helping others i they don't think that you should be um you, you should get help for yourself etc and stuff like that so i really don't think that they understand how how much help that our generation actually needs when it comes to guidance. There isn't much emphasis on therapy, mental health, counselors, and stuff like that. And I think there needs to be a focus on those areas. Interesting. Wow. I, well, so that, that answer was more about your peers and less about like older generations. But that's a really uh, like interesting point that I wasn't expecting. So thanks for sharing that. Um, Makana, what about you? What do you think older people don't understand about you or about your age group? Well, um, the um, teachers in the school tell us that we have potential, but we're not using it the right way. Okay. You know what they mean when they say not, the, not using it the right way? Um, I think... We studied, we studied too much social media than school. You think that's true? Well, from my perspective, in my age group, well, most of it is because most of them spend most of their time on social media. Um, just to add on what um, Shantel said about um, what... When you ask what what she watches on, um, what she uses her devices, the devices. For, um, yeah, I use my devices for a lot of stuff. You know, um, my friends all tell me I know a lot of obituary stuff, like a lot of random, random stuff, and that is credited to years and years of just watching random videos on YouTube, just random stuff. 
I do not like the whole, you know, the whole stigma out there, the whole trend on YouTube now with the couples and the stuff. I do not like that. I go on YouTube and I would watch like science, you know. Even I don't uh, some some of the videos I don't understand them, but I just I just watch them. And mm-hmm. yeah, t- technology, just random stuff, a lot of random stuff as well. History, yeah. So my friends always tell me I know a lot of random. Um, stuff so yeah and that's credited to you too honestly yeah I it's strange because I think I'm a millennial right and so I'm in that like I didn't have a cell phone until I was form two from, like late from one form two um and it was those chunky ass Nokias right but like we grew up in the TV and radio, not radio so much, but TV and like you have to, you can't just get what you want when you want it. You have to sit down and watch the commercials, right? Um, but I'm also growing up and like coming of age in this technology era. So we're kind of on both sides of it. But I also, like I completely feel what y'all are saying about like being misunderstood and people thinking, oh, if you're on your computer, you're wasting your time when there's a lot of valuable information that you can find online and a lot of to like joshua's point a lot of money to be made by just doing things on your computer online um so thank you because that was kind of enlightening i feel like there's a lot of overlaps with your generation and mine so none of that was really a shocker but it's really interesting to hear i'll put it into words like that so I appreciate you sharing. So what is your what are your hopes and your plans for the future? It doesn't have to be academic related. Just when your future comes to mind, what what do you want it to look like? Anybody go? Well, whenever I think of my future, all I think about is traveling. Because I like to travel the world, I like to try new things. So I'd be traveling doing the most craziest type of stuff, skydiving, bungee jumping, swimming with sharks, probably without a cage, you never know. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'll be I'll be finding myself in the most um questionable situations for sure. Mm-hmm. Because that yeah, that's the kind of person that I am. I'll also be um trying to get to know more people. Yeah, definitely for sure. So traveling, getting to know more people, languages. I mean, if I'm traveling, I have to learn new languages. So yeah, languages as well. And yeah, just acquiring new skills along the way. Nice. Do you know any other languages right now? Yeah, I can actually speak uh, Spanish. And I'm not sure if it's an official language, but growing up, my friends and I used to speak Pig Latin or Gypsy. So for me... My end goal is um, financial freedom and just being happy on a whole. Um, for, for me, um, I, I wish to be an entrepreneur. And in that, I do not want to become a slave to the work, um, but I want to be diligent enough to leave people, to have diligent people in my company so they can do the work that I supposed to do i'm supposed to do and 
enjoy, not just work until I reach a grave, but actually get to enjoy my achievements and my success. Um, yeah. From a young age, I've, I've, been, I've always been very ambitious. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also wish to have a couple investments. Um, I'm so angry that I was too young um, when Bitcoin came out. Uh, to this day, I'm so I'm so very angry that I was gonna ask uh, if any of you have an <laughs> NFT yet. Uh, um, no, 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 <laughs> no. I've only recently discovered N- NFTs. Actually, I'm like, I've heard of it before. Like, you see it on your phone every day. Like mm-hmm. NFTs, you see this, but you never. I've never really understood what were NFTs, but I've understood it recently. A friend of mine explained it to me, and I think it's a great idea. Actually, they, they sell for they sell for a lot of money. Um, but just going back on topic, um, yeah, I'm very angry that I was uh, like this hat, this hat, this tall when Bitcoin came out. If I was of age, then I would have invested in Bitcoin. I believe mm-hmm. um, I'm always browsing internet for new ways to invest my money. Although my capital, my money may not be a lot. Yeah. Um, what little I may have, I'm looking to invest that. So yeah, my end goal is just financial freedom. I want to have a business and I want to have a family as well. Um, yeah. And I want to leave something for my kids. I want to leave a legacy mm-hmm. for my kids. Yeah. That's cool. On the investing note, it's never too early or too late to start investing doesn't matter if you have a dollar that dollar will grow to thousands by the time you're ready to use it um so definitely look into that all of you all right uh Chantel. well for me i want to be financial stable what does that, that mean to you well have money that when you see somebody on the road and they go, I don't have money to buy certain things for myself, go help them out, uh, give them a home maybe, like, help them to start their own car, eh? they cannot. Okay, I see then, the doctor thing, you know, wanting to help people. <laughs> nice. Okay, what else do you see? Then I will to start a family, if it's possible to do that. Then just enjoy life while I can. Amen to that. Cool. Joshua, what about you? Um, for me, I want my career to be like, okay, like I made it. Like I'm happy with what I accomplished along the years. You know, I'm proud of myself. And I made people proud along the way. You know, those who didn't believe, then, you know, they saw the outcome, the elevation of that. You know, I want to be, you know, as the other said, financially stable. You know, well, yeah. I just want to make sure, you know, I was proud of myself for what I accomplished along the way. Mm -hmm. I'm glad the first thing you said is proud of yourself. Um, Because it can be very stressful when you feel like there's pressure from other people to do the right thing or to do what they want you to do. So I, if anything I leave with y'all today, I want it to be that your life is yours. And of course, you're, especially if you're living under your parents' roof, you know, you have to abide by their rules. 
but like society and people will always talk. And at the end of the day, you have to decide what is going to make you happy in the long term. Because you all said that you want to be happy and financially stable and only the things that bring you joy can get you there. Awesome. Y'all were very great guests to have. I would love to do this again. Um, but is there anything before we wrap up, like any last thoughts that any of you have that you want to share? Maybe even advice for each other before we wrap up. Well, seeing that Makana is in form four, I'd just like to give you some advice before I give some general advice. Uh, when I was in form four, going into form five, well, from five, I had to choose the amount of subjects that I was doing. I really let um, the st- a stigma. I can't remember exactly what it is, but it really hurt me. And I wasn't exactly doing what I was capable of doing. So I really let that cut down my potential. So I just want to let you know that if, you, if you're capable of doing 17 subjects, do 17 subjects. While keeping a stable mental health, do 17 subjects. So long as um, it's something that you enjoy doing, it's subjects and the path that you're going on would get you to where you want to go, then I really think that nothing should stop you. Um, do a lot of extracurriculars and just enjoy just enjoy the most. Well, try to get the most out of your last, I will last two years in secondary school because that's what you would that's what you would sit back and be like, wow, <laughs> I used to I went and I picked oranges on this man tree in whatever school you're going in, etc. and stuff like that. Because that's exactly what we did when I was in PBC. We did some questionable stuff, but it was fun. It was fun and I always remember it. I cannot and, say I'm condoning the questionable stuff, but <laughs> go ahead. I, I didn't I didn't see what questionable stuff, so it could be simply um play basketball on the courts. Mm-hmm, <laughs> so, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, but it was it really made the it was really the highlight of our last two years in PBC. Um aside from that, aside from that, the general advice I'd like to give is that to whoever is listening, whoever you uh if you're listening and you don't have a mentor, but you have access to getting one, I would really implore you to look into it, try to get a mentor. It doesn't have, have to be specifically in the field that you would like to go, but a mentor in general is really helpful. It would, um, I wouldn't say cut off a lot of the years in your life, but it would help you become a better person overall, how to handle situations, etc. Um, schoolwork, friends, because they've been through it. They actually know. So they would be able to pass on that knowledge to you um, generally in life or specifically in the career that you would like to get into. Good point. And on that note, just for the listeners, a mentor doesn't have to be something formal. Um, it can just be, like Joshua said, a teacher who you know he looked up to and who brought some things to his attention. It could be a family member, like an aunt, an uncle, your parents, a sister, a brother, anybody who you know has your best interests at heart, that's important, and you feel like you trust and you look up to them. Because just being able to like bounce ideas off of someone else, being able to share your thoughts about, about your future, about your career, about school, help you with homework, anything like that can be a mentor. Um, but if you are looking for, if you don't know where to go, Grenadian Steam, like a little shameless plug here, we do have 
a pretty broad network of people in various careers. If you check out Pathways, the podcast, and all the different people we've spoken to, um, we can probably find someone for you in just about any career or any field you're interested in. So feel free to reach out to us on social media or send us an email. If you're looking for a mentor, we can help set you up. All right. Um, Makana, you have any thoughts, any comments, any questions even before we wrap up? Yes. Um, the part before we said about the mentor, um, like the last, two day, the last two years in school, my, my parents also tell me to enjoy my last two years in school so that when I look back in the past, I could see well, that I did and you know, I had fun in school. Yeah, that's, it's really the best years of your life. I don't want to be like a negative person here, but life only gets harder. Like no matter how far you go, it only gets harder. You'll still find ways to enjoy it, but you get more responsibilities, all the, you know, you, you both want to be adults and you want to make your own decisions and so on. And that's great, but it comes with a lot of responsibility and stress. <laughs> so enjoy where you are right now, even if there's certain things that you wish you could do and you can't, make the most of it. Just try. That's my two cents. Well, um, something, something I always think about is um, you, you, I'm always mindful of where, where I come from. So a um, couple months ago, uh, an engineer told me, I went to job training on behalf of Tam CC, as, a, as a student of Tam CC. Mm-hmm. It's an engineering firm. And he told me that um, it only takes one person to, to start that chain reaction. And that's that to this day that resonates with me. Um, no one in my family has been to university. Oh. Yes, no wow. one in my family has been to university. Mm-hmm. Um, mainly because they, they don't see the importance of it, mm-hmm. right? They they don't see the importance of it and they they don't believe I should go down that, that, that route as well, but I see the importance of uh, a degree and having your qualifications and, and such on. But yeah, and when when people have observed something, when when people, even people in the neighborhood, when they see um, someone trying to make something for themselves, I don't know, but there's just some, 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 they, they just trigger something in them and they tend to feel a type of way, as we will say. Mm-hmm, they they mm-hmm. tend to feel a type of way and they would want to try to discourage you from um, pursuing your goals. So what are you doing this for? Um, this is the other. Um, you go in school, go and work after you're done school and um, where you're studying university and things for. Um, yeah, so um, especially in my neighborhood, you have to keep your, your head on. There's everybody in the neighborhood will tell you. Uh, you're, you're wasting your time. Even now, as I'm going to town to see people, are telling me you're wasting your time. Why not find a job? This, that, and the other. But I know what I see the imagery. I see the bigger picture. So I'm just working, taking feasible steps towards that goal. And I'm not taking the mistake. I'm not going to make a take a big step and fail. All the failing is is is, is okay, but 
Yeah, feeling is very much okay. Feel, you okay. learn from your experiences. But yeah, um, take feasible steps towards my my end product, my goal. And don't let anybody anybody distract me, anybody discourage me. Head straight ahead and work into what's that goal. Um, for me, one thing I heard earlier was, well, I was listening to this song from an album that I dropped a few, I think it was a year ago to this day. And I heard this person say that in the beginning of the song, he said, well, he said, for some people, the sky's the limit, but for us, the sky's what we stand on to reach a great beyond. And when I heard that, you know, I took that as words of encouragement. Because ever since I heard that, you know, it's really all that's been on my mind. I use that every day. Every time I'm feeling dull, I'm feeling unproductive, not productive at all. I don't know what to do. I go back and I listen to that song for words of motivation, you know, to better myself. That's a good, a good line to live by. Wow. What song was that? Um, I think it was Run It Up by Tyler, the creator. Okay. Cool. Thank you for sharing that. All right, Chantel, one last chance if you have anything. If you don't, that's fine. So, Mrs. Friends, Mr. Talking, have to you about something like if you advice with what to do or not, then after you feel a child, I think you're going to sit on and talk, talk about it behind your back. Yeah, that's a tough one. And friends are a big thing. There's this, um, there's this saying that you are the sum or the average of the five people you spend the most time with or your five closest friends or whatever you want to call it. And it's kind of like, you know, your parents might have told you, you know, show me your friends and I'll tell you who you are, something like that. But it's very true. And it's important. It's something that like you, you have to learn your lessons when you go through life. but the people that you keep around you is very important. Um, I thought of this when Corey was talking to, because, you know, there's a people who will always fight you down for whatever reason. And that has nothing to do with you. It's usually their, you know, projections, their history, whatever it is that they're putting on you. But at the end of the day, like I said, it's, it's your life to live and it's up to you to, one, like figure out the next step for you and also make sure that you have people around you who can support what it is that you want to do. Not saying that if you want to go ruin your life that they should support you in that. But once you're making positive decisions, um, there should be the people that you keep around you should be the ones that support that. So you live and you learn. All right, guys, this was great. I hope that you all enjoyed it as much as I did. Um, thank you again for being part of this. Thank you very much. I really enjoyed um, the opportunity and I enjoyed speaking to you and Chantel and Joshua about um, just our future endeavors and, and just life on a whole. Um, I really enjoyed it. Had a good time. Awesome. Yeah, I also enjoyed it, you know, speaking and meeting you know, people like Corey and you all. We and Chantel, you know, we already speak, we go to the same school, but it was. You know, something I could learn from and remember this moment. So I thank you for you know, inviting us to this podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having us here with you tonight. And I hope all of you will be successful in our future. Here, here.
All right. Yeah, well, once again, thank you so much for taking the time out. I really appreciate the conversation that we were able to have. And I'm sure that someone listening will also be able to take away from it. So I hope you enjoyed the conversation as much as I did. And to the listeners, thank you for joining us on today's Pathway. And that's it. That's the episode. The final one of season three of Pathways by Grenadian Steep. I'm really excited to share this with you all because, as I said in the beginning, we've been wanting to make something like this happen for a long time now. So seeing it come to fruition, and all the people who put the effort in and tried new things to help us achieve this, is really heartwarming. Speaking of the people, I would be remiss if I didn't send a huge thank you to the ones who made it happen. Miss Angelique Lewis of St. John's Christian Secondary, thanks for spreading the word and getting your students interested in this episode before it was even a fully formed idea. And to the students who participated, Joshua Mitchell, Chantel Dabrio, McKenna Joseph, Joshua Andal, and Corey Joseph, you all opened up a lot about your true experiences, which I know was different and not the most comfortable thing to do. So thank you so much for stepping out of your comfort zones. To the production team, which is crazy to see because not so long ago, this was pretty much a one-woman show. But thank you to our podcast outreach manager, Carolyn Harris, to the fearless editor of this episode, Targill Bob the Phoenix Thomas, our co-editor for this season, Come On Mary Show, video editor for the visual counterpart to this that'll come out on our socials pretty soon, Kate Masaltseva of Mind's Eye Films, on Instagram, that's at Mind's Eye with a Z underscore films. To our brand identity designer, who has been vital to helping us shape the vision for the podcast and the organization this past year, Oluwafemi Mo Oshikanlu. Find him on IG at justmo.gd. And of course, to the ever-present, ever-supportive directors of Grenadian Steam, Renee Thomas, Avery Brown, and Andre Hayes. If you enjoyed this episode, or any of the other 30-odd that we've done so far, I have a quick ask. Please, please go to Apple Podcasts or to Spotify, recently in on the action, and give us a rating. I would love a five-star review, but honestly, just be honest. Constructive feedback is always better to me than a yes-man. But the more ratings we get, the more visible the podcast will be to anyone searching for something like this. It also helps us secure new guests to keep going and new sponsors and partners because they can see that people are listening and that this podcast is actually making a difference. So that's a wrap on season three, but season four is coming before you know it. We're cooking up some great things and let's just say that there'll be a lot more opportunities for group discussions and engagement like we had on this episode. Our members will get the chance to participate and network in much bigger ways. So if that's something you're interested in, it's not too late. It's never too late to sign up to be a member. Go to grensteam.org forward slash get dash involved. That's G-R-E-N-S-T-E-A-M dot O-R-G forward slash get hyphen involved to get more information and to submit your interest today. There's also other links to other volunteer opportunities with Grensteam on that page, so feel free to browse around a little bit and see what's possible. 
If you'd like to get involved in the podcast in any way, helping out with the production team or sponsoring an episode or a whole season, send us a DM or email pathways at grensteam.org so we can discuss the specifics of your interest. With the wider organization, we currently have two open positions to be filled. That's the outreach director and the marketing director. These are really, really very important roles for a nonprofit like ours, and we want to round out our team with the absolute best. So check out our social media for all the postings and DM us for more details if you're interested or if you know someone who would be a good fit. We are Grenadian Steam on Facebook and LinkedIn, at Grensteam on Instagram. So follow our pages to see what we're getting up to next. Now, that is enough talking for me for one day. So with that, as always, thank you for joining us on today's Pathway.